and here we are. I am Shepard. This is a debrief episode eighteen. Analyst eighteen. Yeah, yeah, crazy, isn't it? Um, <laughs> eighteen. Uh, where will we be when we get to? Uh, I suppose larger milestones. Fifty. Imagine if we got to fifty episodes. That'd be pretty crazy. Um, that'd be yeah. That'd be a good milestone. Yeah, that, the first that should, one. Yeah, that that would be a really good milestone. We should be better with goal setting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I am obviously joined here by the lovely Helby. Um, Hello. And this evening we're just gonna like I'm pretty much just here picking picking Helby's brains on um, coaching and and how he does his analysis uh, within reason. Like, I'm not gonna well, get him to reveal trade secrets because you never know who's watching. <laughs> so, you know, we might not want to. Um, but yeah, no, um, I'm going to sort of start off with, because uh, this is like, obviously for chat and things, this is very much like an interview kind of uh, dynamic here. Starting off with, obviously, originally you played. And yes, came, yeah, yeah. Prior to coaching Team Secret, had you done... Did you have any experience of doing this sort of role, coaching, um, analysis? Well, um, I played Pro League on the year one, and on that team, I was uh, mostly doing the strat. Uh, like to, to to be fair, at that point, year one was a uh, wild west compared to what the scene is right now. It's much more structured right now. Uh, there's a depth in strategy and like coordination between players. But back then I was looking into it and th it was something I enjoyed. So naturally I had an interest, uh, an interest for that. And, uh, well, I, I studied, um, as a financial analysis an, an analyst. Uh, so I have a pretty good background with spreadsheet and all that stuff and data and, and whatnot. So. It, 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 it's almost natural, really. Like, I make my own tools to work and to analyze, and I, I, it really felt like a natural progression in my uh, gaming career uh, because I, I couldn't make it as a player. I was not good enough. So, obviously, I have the game knowledge. I have the proper tools to work with. So, it was just natural, I think. Did you find it easy? Um, I mean, you say that obviously you've got the back um, to do it, but uh, was yeah, yeah. that transition straightforward? Uh, well, it's. Uh, I, I feel like for a lot of people, it's learn on the go. Uh, there's a lot of things that you. Uh, I mean, obviously, that like the analyst side for me is pretty much instinctive. Like it's it's na natural. I feel like. Um, the part I need to work the most for me is the coaching part where you need to like more uh, psychology a bit, uh, manage the mood of the player and whatnot. So the side like manager side and the analyst side for me is it was very simple. It's like I have my idea. I know how to, I want to work. I know what's important because I've been in the scene forever. So pretty much since the beginning, I think I... I started to get interested in Pro League in around season one. I watched a bit. Season two, I was interested. In season three, I made Pro League, pretty much on year one. So I like I know how the game is played. I know the dynamic of everything. So the analyst part for me is very simple. It's 
pretty much what I've done like for three years uh, around the financial um, domain, I guess. But I mean, it's fairly easy to just translate. I feel like the financial domain is pretty much more rough. <laughs> Different kinds of challenges, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. So, um, in your own words, I suppose describe a role for the viewer um, and what it sort of entails. Because I imagine that um, you know, you say you're like one mm. says that they're a coach and don't really have the full picture of what exactly you're sort of doing for the team yeah, of behind course. the scenes. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, um, personally, I'm more of an analyst than a coach. Like, there's like there's probably like degrees between the two, uh, unless you are very much divided, like uh, G two, who has Sua as analyst and Shaz uh, uh, as coach. But I mean, along the line, there's probably like a subdivision in it. Like, Shaz probably do some analyst stuff, and Sua probably do some coaching stuff. But for me, I'm more leaning towards uh, analyst, really. Uh, this is really my strength, so I'm mostly focused on that. But uh, uh, I guess a day for me, um, I wake up in the morning. I wake up really early because, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm in NA coaching an EU team. So when I wake up at 7 a.m., uh, it's already, what, uh, like two, 1 p.m., 2 p.m.? So... I, I need to start early, uh, just so I'm like prepared. So a day is really wake up. Uh, usually I have already figured out, uh, what map will play. It's like the map pool is very limited since we have two auto ban, right? So, uh, it's a seven map pool, but in reality it's like a five map pool. So, you know, the two maps you are mostly well, you pretty much know the two maps you'll be banning at the very beginning of the week. So that leaves like three maps. And most of the team always have one map that you know 90% of the time they'll ban. So you really only need to work on two maps. Hmm. So you, you, you go from a seven map pool to a two map pool really for a week. So it's pretty much uh, figuring that out. Watching the VODs, uh, the most recent VODs you have on the team. Uh, figuring out what's the tendencies, uh, what operator do they play. Uh, usually some teams have, you know, general play style. Uh, if you take Empire on offense, they'll take, like, minimal map control and just try to plant. If you take other teams, they just go for kills. Like, it's night and days for some teams. So you just need to figure that out, really. Uh, see what operator they... Like, if they use an operator as a crutch, well... This is potentially an operator you can ban, or if they abuse an operator you struggle with. So let's say you, you really struggle with a glass, well, you can just ban it because so, you know they'll play it. And a lot of that is also, um, well, for me at least, um, <coughs> sorry, I just smashed my... <laughs> uh, for me, I, I keep track of everything. Uh, I've, I made myself a spreadsheet uh, of every game day, and I like pick some... Uh, basic information which are automatically um, uh, processed and like fed into uh, a front page which pretty much sums up everything that I need so that's fairly easy uh, to to find so I, I I get like for the last six months I know uh, X team banned this operator number of time they have that success rate on this map and whatnot 
So that's pretty much in my morning. But aside from that, that's the analysis thing, and it can t- can take a few hours to like get sorted. But there's also um, watching the scrims of the players, obviously. Uh, you want to be there, so you get uh, well. At very minimum, I like to have, sorry, two or three players um, actually streaming the scrim, so you can watch like somewhat live your three second delay. So it's not really that late. And uh, these things really are the um, the core, I'd say, of what's happening. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure how everyone manage. Um, I guess it could be interesting for me to share uh, the spreadsheet at some point or how it's structured for people to have an idea mm. uh, where to start. But uh, that's pretty much it. And like behind the scene, there's also a lot of things happening. Uh, Ubisoft is constantly talking to the players, uh, asking for feedback on X subject. There's some meeting. Uh, what else? There sometimes they ask for people to go to workshops, so testing uh, new content, uh, whether it's operator maps, um, just feedback on like buff, nerf, yeah. and whatnot. So th- there's a lot of that too. Uh, that's happening in the background. It's mostly handled like privately so no one really knows about it and i'm mainly doing it for the team so i i manage also the relations with uh, ubisoft and esl uh when they have a question it's pretty much me hey guys i need you to do x and x give me your dx diag for something ubisoft want to work on and whatnot so it's managing these relations also well i feel like that falls also more into like a manager role too so you're Pretty much like a coach, analyst, manager. Uh, there's also like scheduling scrims, uh, mm-hmm. keeping relations with other people, and yada yada. Yeah, we can probably go in more deep details if you want, but like as a general date for me, that's pretty much like a day. It's mm. wake up at seven, eight a.m. to like midday. Uh, do the watch vod slash mm. do the calls with Ubisoft slash prepare scrims uh then i get like a lunch break I try, I try to maintain like somewhat of a workday schedule because uh, otherwise i'll probably just turn insane and uh yeah. we start we have to sometimes we have scrims in the morning too sometimes well morning for me but afternoon for the players yeah. uh then there's the afternoon scrim which for me starts at 2 p.m from 2 p.m to 5 p.m it's scrim and then uh i get another break uh for dinner uh, which I usually use to uh, move. So uh, I do boulder climbing. For that, that, that's my thing. So I go do that, and then it's Pro League when it's uh, NA. Yeah. So Monday Pro League, uh, Wednesday is Brazil, which I also watch sometimes. Uh, well, and then Friday is uh, EU. Can't say I really watch APAC because uh, it's, it's really hard to keep up, but I, I do watch the, their own final you yeah. can call it that way yeah definitely um i imagine apac could be quite challenging with the time zones yeah um, yeah yeah uh, it's well the, the, the time zone and also the way it's structured it's yeah. uh yeah of course much it's more complicated like if you don't consider the team that like 
disbanded or quit like pro league it, it, there's more apac teams or apac let's call it there's more apac pro league slots than there's uh pro league teams in all three others region yeah. combined well, so it's it's really hard sort of to digress i suppose a little bit here apac is fascinating because it's essentially pro league in its own right <laughs> but it's four regions mm -hmm. and then it comes and competes as a single region at an international level so it's sort of um, it's pretty wild as a as a organization thing um and to keep track of is yeah happening. um i've attempted it myself uh but let's Coming back uh, to this, one of the, so um, I think uh, we've got Icebox in chat who's already said he'd love to see the spreadsheet, um, which <laughs> we'll um, see. Like, sort of that's a share at your own risk. Stat yeah, yeah, yeah. Statistics inside CCG are very closely guarded secrets, so um, <laughs> we're, we're very. Well, uh, m uh, most of it is usually uh, that, like the way I structured my my uh, my thing is I have like. Um, uh how do you call it sorry i'm looking for my english words on that uh, my tab in the bottom i have my tab i have one tab that is just raw data it's just yeah. like uh the raw data that i keep and that's probably the most important one because everything else is derived from this uh, sheet so uh, in this sheet like you, you see things like uh the dates uh, is it a best of one or best of three best of five uh, what's the map played what's the default ban uh Default ban is the map played the previous week. Uh, who banned first? What are the maps? Uh, ban in order. So let's say team one ban uh, Border Bank, and then team two ban Coastline Consulate. Well, that's keep I keep track of that. Then they win. What's the score? Uh, what else do I got? I got who banned last? Yes or no? Uh, the operator ban. And. <laughs> and then a tab that and then a tab that uh, a cell that links directly to the youtube video or the twitch video so i don't have to look for it right yeah. so i just like i just type it in and then i don't have to look for it i have a magic tab that just tells me hey this is uh if you look for uh i don't know let's say uh, g2 last time they played on consulate i will have like the date the uh, the map they played so consulate the team they played against uh so i can like easily look for what i need right so it's pretty much like this one sheet that has all the raw data and everything else is like taken from that so you just like place it like you want you, do you want to make a graph uh, to know how many times they played x map or how many times they ban x map uh, like do you want to uh, you, you can pretty much rebuild the ban order and make it like appear nice right yeah because uh, since i i keep track of who bans first then you know the logical order or ban 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 and then the last map so you can like rebuild the whole ban phase to uh you can do a lot of things so it's it's really like that sheet with the most like the most relevant information you can pick from a game and then I just keep it. So some I don't really use even at the moment, but I mean, it's just, it's there. So if I want to use it later, yeah. well, it's there. And you're manually entering all of this as well. Uh, yeah, well, but I mean, for a game, it yeah. usually takes, uh, I don't know, 30 seconds yeah. per game. So it's like team one, team two, who bans first, ban, 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 the map pick, 
uh, the default band, then the operator band, and the score. That's pretty much it. Yeah, just sort so of for, like for illustrating that, like, uh, for someone not in the know, the, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, like, oh, you have to do, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a process. Yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. there was also a process you need to think about it and like how you're going to structure it and what information is important and and whatnot but yeah presumably that all comes from the your background as well with the financial analysis yeah exactly because I, I was working um I, I was working for a portfolio manager um uh but, but well before i left for a uh, full-time team secret but uh it, my, my job was pretty much work on spreadsheet uh, build tabs build uh, graphics build. Uh, I mean, even I was building like a financial report on spreadsheet, and it, it looked like a word sheet. I was just finding Excel much more uh, uh, flexible than Word to actually make things. But that just comes because I was. Uh, it's an habit of working with spreadsheet, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I suppose this uh, might be a bit more closely guarded. So feel free not to answer this. But obviously, we at CGG have a rating, which a which the formula of which is a closely guarded secret. Um, <laughs> I think only Spleck knows. It's kind of like the Coca Cola recipe. Yeah, um, yeah. So he, he's very, very, very uh, secretive about it. Do you have any mm-hmm. similar formulas? Obviously, you don't need to tell us what they do or anything like that. But um, do you have that kind of um, stuff set up, or is it very much sort of? Um, to just output the graphical stuff and no yeah uh, well the, the way i use my sheet is basically to tell me where to look mm-hmm. like it's um it's uh well it, it's pretty much a visual representation of where should i put more attention right okay. so like i said there's a three map pool and then you you pretty much know like hey this team bans like 50% of the time, their first map ban is X map. So you pretty much know this map has a high potential of being banned. So you probably, if you, like, if you want to focus and put more time on one map, it's probably not going to be this one. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it, it's much more a tool of where do I need to look? What's worthy of my time? And then you just start there, right? Yeah. And so you come out of the sheet with, the two maps and the next step is go through the vods from where the team previously played and presumably you you then start like this is the point where your work starts being filtered to the team and you start like building a plan about how you're going to play in theory well yeah well then it's it's it comes down to vod review right so uh there's like two maps you i just uh, i i have it open right now but i just click on my tab and say okay i want to play bank so i select bank my thing says all right well the last time let's take for example uh who do we play uh let's say let's say we play navi because it's done i just do my thing i select navi and then i see okay navi ban bank uh 43 percent of the time and then coastline the second map coastline against us was already banned we we already knew we were going to play uh clubhouse unless they want to try it unless they tried to do something funky with bank and so so we were prepared for clubhouse uh we knew clubhouse was going to be the map 
But then I can just go, okay, uh, click on my tab that's bot list, select uh, the map I need, and then it just gets out. It's like, all right, well, the last time they played is X date uh, on that map, uh, and here's the VOD. So I just click on the VOD, and it's see. It, the way I did it is also that I can print it, right? So if I want to go to, um, not if I want to go, because obviously I want to go, but if I go to LAN, uh, I also want to have uh, much of the work already done and easily access accessible. So I just print my page and I got everything. VOD obviously in the link, but you can always like type it out if like internet is not available for some reason. But I guess, uh, yeah, I, I, okay, just keep keep going. I'll I'll do something maybe <laughs> that can be interesting to show what it looks like. Try to find a way. Yeah, that would be definitely fascinating to see. But yeah, I mean, so um, how does that information? So you know which map we're gonna play. Do you then scrim that map that week? Uh, yeah, for the week, obviously, the focus is going to be on uh, on a couple maps. Uh, it's not always like, like let's say we plan on banning Oregon for X week. Well, doesn't mean the other team we're going to play against is okay not playing Oregon. So obviously, we'll have to play it. But usually, the way a scrim works is uh, it's pretty much like team picks a map, the other team picks a map. And then agrees on the last one, but uh, most of the time you, people are okay with getting uh, the map you want. Mm -hmm. But obviously, like for us, the focus is going to be on these like three potential map. And again, it's focused on these three potential map. But uh, if we have a choice between two of the maps we want to play, well, it's going to be the map that's less likely to be banned, right? So again, like this sheet allows us to. Uh, like focus on the things that are more likely going to happen. Yeah. Just trying to turn myself up to make, apparently I'm not coming through very well. Um, unfortunately, I'm actually having some issues with the audio. So I guess I could either just shout at my mic more. <laughs> I'll just shout at Helby here. No, you're Physically good. Physically get closer to the mic. Come on. I haven't got a long enough cable to do this any any better um, without disconnecting my mic and then plugging back in otherwise we've got to turn the whole monitor around anyway this isn't the point of the podcast so we'll keep going on um so like, you're are we really ignoring my coaching input right now okay so briefly as we're a little distracted anyway let's talk about remorse's style of coaching just briefly and see what hell he thinks about it so remorse says those of you that are listening to this as a podcast uh most of the time <laughs> i'm like guys just stop dying start killing them instead and then they do it whenever we're down five rounds in the first half i go go guys stop losing and then boom six rounds in a row to avoid relegation <laughs> so have you ever done something like that with secret well, I try, but uh, <laughs> EU is a little bit harder than NA, so ah. can't just do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's uh, remorse is lucky um, that he's coaching a, a North American team then. Um, <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. 
He's also just memeing, so uh, memeing back. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. Think I mean, it's also time. it's it's, a, it's also easy for him, you know. You just say, "Let's get out of relegation," and then Orgles disband. So. Yeah, I mean, like it's. It's fairly easy. They, 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 he could have said that, and then they didn't lose, like, come back <clears throat> with six rounds anyway, and he still would Rit- would have dodged the. Remorse did the uh, Orgles disband confirm. Yeah, he he orchestrated it. Intentionally arranged poaching of players. I need to be careful with saying this on, on behalf of CCG. Could uh... <laughs> <laughs> fake news? Fake news. Yep. Indeed. Like that's never happened before. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So, um, how much uh, of a role? Because you've uh, said you said like your scope is so much more focused on the analysis. Yeah. How much of a role do you have in developing strats with the team? Um, or, uh, when I joined, uh, it was I don't know, and that part of the that part of the game was very much handled by the players. Mm-hmm. So uh, I obviously give input and in strats and what I think can happen, can happen, and where we can do better. And that's mostly in scrims uh, when I watch live and. Also, um, in dry runs, but uh, most of like the basic uh, strats are made by the players because they feel more comfortable that way and perfectly fine with it. But like that doesn't stop me to uh, come up with a strat if I have an idea or like some adjustment, right? Okay, so who is? I suppose this also comes away a bit, and um, who is the? sort of the do you work equally with all of the members of the team or uh, is it more sort of oriented about around um specific individuals in terms of the information you're relaying to them that then they relay to the other members in the, in the team oh no it's mostly uh the team globally i mean there's yeah. only five people so what uh, unless there's like something uh Unless like I'm working specifically with a player, and like mm-hmm. let's take for example uh, Funkers when he joined us, uh, there was a lot of like catching up, which yeah. some of the player took on them to like go around the map and do callouts with them, but also like uh, some bad habit that we need to beat out of him uh, that he was obviously doing without really knowing that uh, it was considered well bad because it depends on the play style really. So we wanted to fit him so. Uh, that kind of information really like happens, but it's more players. But when it's globally about the other team, it's mostly uh, like the whole team yeah. in T speed. Just say, by the way, this is most likely what's going to happen. Uh, they play that way, that way, that way. So be careful about that, and uh, then we can start building strats around like the general idea of how an enemy team attack. How was? Um... How was it? I mean, like you said, you had to uh, sort of bring Funkers up to speed. Was he? Um, I mean, the last time I spoke to you, you hadn't even picked him up. There were rumors, um, right? Uh, but uh, and then I think shortly after there were leaks. Um, unfortunately, Teeps and Secrets seems to be dogged with badly kept. Yeah, secrets. we're uh, we're doomed. <laughs> um, but uh, how's it been um, bringing on someone that's 
um, hasn't played at this level before. Um, well, he did and, play like competitive before, yeah, like he had that experience. He mm. had uh, obviously it was not like pro league experience, but uh, the, ba the the basis was there. It's just some bad habits um, to play alone that really needs to be beat out of him. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I'm gonna draw from chat again. Um, and <laughs> let's dive. Uh, so Icebox is asking if you are seeking to go into an analyst or coaching role, how do you get your name out there and where do you start? That's a good question. Um, honestly, I think uh, Jess did a good job with uh, her YouTube video. Mm -hmm. So definitely look that. If you don't have it, I'm sure she'll be willing to uh, answer on Twitter or maybe even there if she's still in chat. Uh, the video was pretty good. Like the basic is there. It's like pretty much you need to know how to work with a spreadsheet because that's the basic way to do it. Even if it doesn't look good, it doesn't matter. I like a lot of people come up uh, and send me like, "Do you need an analyst?" I'm like, my stuff look good. like my my their stuff looks amazing, but it's, it's there's like it's even too cluttered or just too much irrelevant information. Yeah. So just like be concise. It doesn't have to look good. It just needs to be like easy to read and have all the good information. And if you can save yourself uh, some amount of work by making things more automatic, you should probably do it. But like that's bare minimum uh, to know how to work with a spreadsheet. Uh, it's really rough to put your name out there. Um, I was lucky enough to start from the very beginning. So I kind of naturally grew with the game. Um, I honestly, if someone wants to be known right now, I'm really not sure how you can do it. Uh, I had to like put yourself out there because uh, when you look at, uh, at the people who are in support staff it's mostly ex-players or people who've been around or yeah. personalities so i don't know it's maybe it's social media maybe it's like hey uh, here's my thing uh like try to make some prediction really yeah uh, on social media but it, i'm almost positive it starts with social media and then it's honestly it's probably joining a team try to play a bit show that you have experience but uh, yeah, I, I think if I wanted to start right now, but the thing is also people are not really patient. They want to fast track like, hey, look, I can do something good. Pick me up and uh, sign me in the team secret right now. Like mm -hmm. if you're starting from the very beginning right now, it's going to take a while. It took me three years to get to the point where I am right now and sacrificed, sacrificed like a lot of things. So take your time. Don't be stressed. And if you, if you can't do it without being paid uh, because you find it boring, well, probably not for you to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh... But it's, uh, it's, it really is like figuring out how to put your name out there. You don't even have to be the best. You just need to be able to put your name outside hmm. so people know who you are. Because a lot of people, it's the same thing for players right now. There's a lot of good players. It's just nobody knows who they are and what they do. 
and that that that's what they that's why they they're not picked up. Like I, I've seen some people say about uh, when we picked up Funkers, they were like, "Oh my god, why didn't they pick uh, that guy? Because he's like super good or yada yada." It's like, who's that guy? Never heard of him. Exactly. How are you how, how are you going to try someone that you never heard of? It's right. It, it's the biggest yeah. like it's the hardest point for a newcomer in the scene to figure out. And I'm not sure I have a solution right now. A magic solution, anyway. So it needs some sort of uh, academy, I suppose. Yeah. No, I mean, like, there are academy teams. So, um, yeah. The, the, but, uh, but, like, there, there's, there's no, there's no, like, there's, the thing is, there's no magic way to do it. Like, you need to start from the beginning. So where's the beginning? It's T3, T4, T, maybe if you, you can, like, manage to get a tier two org. Sure, do it, but like start from the beginning and be patient. Yeah. So, um, uh, let's. I want to sort of um, touch then on um, the psychology stuff. Um, and also, obviously, so this isn't something that, um, as far as I know, you have history with. So. Nope. How have you like managed that? I like you've had a bit of a roller coaster as a team as well. So I imagine mm -hmm. that's put you under more stress as well than yeah. So, well, the, well, I imagine honestly that stress management is our biggest problem at this mm -hmm. point. Uh, it's really night and days between scrims and game day. So this really is a problem in that uh, that area for secret and. Mm -hmm. It, that's my biggest weakness as a coach uh, analyst. Uh, well, coach analyst is like a, one word, I guess. But that's my biggest weakness. So that that's what I need to work on uh, the most. It's uh, with no prior experience, right? It's it's not super easy, but you got to find a way. It's uh, talking to the players, seeing what he can do. Uh, comes to life habits, sometimes that maybe they need to look at, look into. But a lot of it needs to come from the players. If they're not open, it's it's hard to uh, to change stuff, right? And it, it, it's not an easy subject either. So, uh, do you find um, that uh, your team is receptive um, most of the time for that? I mean, also, I suppose I'm kind of putting you on the spot here because if you say no, then you know maybe we'll see some, <laughs> like beef on Twitter later or something like that. Um, uh, sort of hell be looking for team um I, I don't want to put you in a bad place it's obviously like um but i imagine they must be like mostly receptive to be at this point, yeah well so. oh give me a sec my computer decided to go in there afk mode um obviously that like it's our problem uh and the player knows it it's just it's not a solution that you can fix like in one overnight it's yeah. uh it's it's like Again, I'm not an expert on that, but it's. I feel like it's a process that uh, player needs to go through and uh, work on themselves to not let like exterior factor uh, influence uh, their game. Because what's the difference between game day and practice? It's it should be the same, right? You practice how you play. Yeah. Like the the you just need to like be able to ditch out the pressure and just be like, all right. It's like I've I've played this game a million times. I can probably play it to one million in one time, 
and still be the same. Like it's not like they forget to play overnight, right? Mm -hmm. So, what I mean, like, I'm coming kind of hard and fast with these questions. Do you have? I mean, you've got one play day left in secret. So this is super like current stuff. Um, like in this season. There's obviously some of it that's kind of out of your hands at this point. Um, what are you... Is there anything that you're, like... Are you staying the course with what you've got tried and tested? Or um, are you looking for new ideas? Sorry, can you go again? I'm not sure where you're going with that. I suppose, <laughs> I mean, like, are you... I don't know whether I'm... Uh, like, I suppose I'm asking... Do you have a plan for this final play day, um, or that sort of like one that you've used before, or is this going to be like, are we going to see something new coming into well, this? As it's uh, it's 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 hard to say. Um, mm. Well, it's not hard to say. Like when we play in scrims, it's going super well. Uh, we're a very well oiled machine, so it's really not like mechanic that's not working it's really is on game day and we have a problem so like i said it's hard to work overnight but it's obviously something that needs to keep it uh we'll need to work this week on like preparing for game day and also it's like not making something so special because it's it's not that special it's just a game day it's, it's you're playing games you're, you're not gonna die tomorrow even if you lose or win you're not gonna be on the street you're not gonna be dead still going to be breathing you're still going to be living so like it, it, it's just learning to stop to put like so much pressure on yourself to perform because like the team is there with you you're not alone hmm. but it's uh for game day it's it, it, it's mostly going to be working on that this week uh, rather than strategy. strategy wise it works it's just applying the strategy on game day with like the extra pressure because like the pressure causes you to hyper-focus on some details and hyper-focusing makes you miscommunicate or miss like calls from other, from teammates and then it just starts falling from there and that's pretty much where we are right now. So I think it's probably fair for me to give you a break from the sort of really hard, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the pressing sort of question, prime questions, I suppose. Um, and let's... See whether we can pull anything uh, from chat. There's a lot about uh, psychology at the moment. In yeah, well, it, it, like, honestly, if I had more time and more money, that and like I, that, that's probably something I would be interested to do. Right, just go back to university and do a uh, some class in psychology just to understand it better and just to know my way around because that's really is as a like at the coach side of me that's my biggest weakness like the psychology part because i'm i'm really not a neurotic person so like for me stress is super 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 easy to manage i can just yeah. like toss it out but it's not the same for everyone and like <laughs> for someone who like me who's really not stressed trying to say like hey just don't stress about it it's like it's it's not easy to like understand the whole like psychological process behind yeah the stress the, right because it's not the same for everyone and then i like the yeah. tools to discuss about it and just move like that, that that would be something interesting but right now it's just not possible for me to do it so 
if it's not possible for you, um, one thing that we've seen sort of obviously rising across some teams um, is having uh, their sort of leadership, their analysis and coaching um, become two people uh, and having this divide. That's the best. Uh, that'd be, for me, that'd be the best to work with uh, someone who has this part figured out, right? Yeah. So I could just focus on being analyst and working strats and all that stuff. That's really why I'm interested in Rainbow Six. Um, yeah. it, it, like the person relation, like the personal relation with people, like psychology part is fun too. But the, the, the part I'm, I, I'm a fucking spreadsheet. I'm a spreadsheet <laughs> nerd. That's, that's what I like. Um, th that reminds me of all of CCG. Um. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I, I come from the world of uh, RTS, so like strategy and just yeah. seeing like the game as a, a global thing, like seeing the players as like individual uh, pans that I move around is is, is what I, I like about this game. So is this something that, I mean, you may, this might be another thing where you may or not, may not be able to talk about it. Is this something that Secret um, has considered? Like, has that been an option before, like having, like, splitting the walls up? Uh, well, uh, first you, you would have to find the, the right person for that, which I'm not sure, well, I don't have the connection for it. So maybe uh, on secret side, but it's not something we have discussed, no. Yeah. So, so um, I'm trying to, trying to sort of fish out of um, chat. Uh, if you are uh, listening to this later on without the chat on, I do implore you to come and look for the Twitch bot because in chat we have the minds of Jess from Penta, Gotcha and Remorse um, dropping their own sort of thoughts, which can be quite mm -hmm. insightful. Uh, whether you've got anything you'd like to respond to in chat yourself help me on your own well, thoughts and opinions i would have to i i, I didn't read it because i was talking but of course. uh if there's if there's question about specific topics yeah I'm actually yeah i mean like at this point does anyone have that. any like sort of points they want to sort of ask helby about um is helby single from jess <laughs> yes <laughs> i don't have time to get out just in my room all day. No, I, I get out sometime for sport. I need to move around, but yeah, yeah. It's it's not a career that right now allows me to meet a lot of people, especially when you're not going to land. Uh, Sadly yes. enough. Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> so, actually, here's, a, here's something that I just thought. You obviously get out and move around, um, and presumably that... Uh, Try to stay healthy a bit. Yeah, presumably that sort of promotes like a healthy body, healthy mind. Is that something mm -hmm. that um, we've seen like a couple of, uh, I think Dark Zero has um, been quite a strong proponent of this sort of attitude because mm -hmm. they've got their built-in gym and stuff. Is this something yeah, yeah, yeah. that sits on to see a rise in um, for well, I, teams? I hope so because it's something very healthy. Right now there's like, uh, right now it's almost a wild west. Like there's some teams that are, super uh 
like focus on that and some themes that are just not focused at all. Some themes that I have like tight schedule and some themes that I have no schedule, well, no schedule at all. So it, it's a bit of Wild West and I think everyone could benefit from uh, pretty much the Astralis model. It's really what you need to aspire to, right? Yeah. So. Becky duties. All right, rumors. <laughs> um, what do you think of um, the sort of importance of because obviously secret um, you I suppose uniquely um, because we didn't see any other teams in the region as far as I know competing in any regional uh, yep. leagues. Obviously, you mm -hmm. competed in um, yeah, so prem. Um, well, yeah, but if you want to call it secret because you, you know you play with a sub and exactly. there's a lot of like limitation. So yeah, sure, it's there's like three people of secret, uh, maybe four, but. Yeah, on top of that, you no, know, like, there's, there's you, like you couldn't make it there, and um, neither could Fonkus as well. No, to um, no, like, and the thing is, it like it's it's not scheduled to to work with uh, Pro League. Yeah. So, like, we we had to do like we had to do, make a lot of things happen, uh, like in the backside to actually be able to play the final of the Prem mm. at Len. Uh, it was to the point where Secret had to talk directly to the ESL so they could like keep some computer available so we could fly there early to play in their on their computer. Uh, but early on, their computer was not good enough, so we had to make them like have an upgrade so they could like actually have decent FPS. So it was like a whole mess. Yeah. But uh, we we made it work. But like it's. It's really not simple if you want to yeah. participate in them and like the price pool is little to none it's like it's pocket change at this point do you think um sort of going forwards because i'm pretty sure uh what and i might be misquoting on you on this was that you weren't feeling that partly because of the price pool and the complexities that you faced, you probably wouldn't attempt to uh, compete in Prem, and now you don't have a roster that. Well, that that, that that's the thing. You pretty much uh, lose a day scrim, so you need to yeah. put it somewhere else, or and it's a scrim with a sub, so it's not like a game. Sometimes, like depending on the sum, you need to move roles around, so that's changed too. And then it, it, it's a lot of like moving things around for little benefit. So it, it's almost it's almost not worth it. I, I I don't I don't know what we'll do for next season of Prem. Maybe we'll play it. Maybe we won't. But uh, like it, it, it's a like I said, it's a lot for very little benefit. How? So what would need to be done to make it more viable, more attractive for teams to play regional things? I mean, well, the, really uh, only talking about the thing. Um, I'm I'm not a I'm not a bit like we've moved in discussion, but I'm not a big fan of uh, I'm not a big fan of regional luck tournament. Yeah, I I really don't think it's like it's good to develop T four T three teams. Like they, they are the real teams that benefit from it. And because these teams are good, then the, the grassroots teams are really strong. So the region overall gets stronger. But that leaves pretty much nothing for uh, the higher like tier teams to compete 
it, it's just like hey let's go have fun at the land that we're not going to prepare all that much because yeah like it, it's too complicated to move around and we can't really spend time on it to specifically work on it because like there's no time allowed around it it's, pre it's pretty much crammed between pro league right so, Icehawks out of chat is asking, do you feel that coaches, coach analysts um, are underappreciated? Um, I'm going to expand on that as, do you, I imagine he's asking sort of more about like getting credit. Um, are they also, do you find that they're appreciated equally by players as well? Um, I mean, across the whole team, not, well, just, well, not just your team, but across the yeah, whole yeah, team, yeah. I well, well, I mean, obviously, it's a it's a behind the scene job, right? You're you're not going to get the fame of a player, and it's not your job to get it. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's some of it, but I like the the fame is not what I'm after. So mm -hmm. it's really like, do the player appreciate what you're doing? It's pretty much like the the main focus. And if the answer is yes, well, cool, you might be on a good team. But if the answer is no, it's probably like get out of there. Maybe there's a, a team that's actually going to appreciate what you're doing, and that's assuming you are doing what you need to do. If they don't, well, if they don't appreciate you and it's because you're not doing enough, then the problem is you yourself. Um, so you, you, you need to be honest with yourself at the end of the day. So, um, this, I, like, I guess, I'm, again, I keep like putting you on the spot here, but I suppose this is an interview, so that's kind of the idea. Sure. The other individuals that coach teams, other other people that maybe not, uh, maybe aspire is the wrong word, but you admire as coaches, mm -hmm. uh, other other coaches out there who really stands apart as well in terms of their coaching style. Do you think? I mean, the two. Well, I'd have to say Jess for the the side of me that I lack. So obviously that, and Charles because he's been around and pretty much defined the whole thing. It was very much the first. So I'd say these two. Um, again, uh, we we don't really, well, I mean, speak for me. We don't really talk and show each other what we do, which could be interesting uh, to actually push uh, each other's up. But uh, <clears throat> so it's pretty much based off of what you see, right? So maybe there's like some awesome coach that I don't see because they're very like behind the scene. Uh, Maybe there's that too, but uh, again, I'd say these two. Um, so, chat. As, as for a reward, I guess, uh, it's always fun to... Well, since for me, I'm more of an analyst, it's always fun to have like uh, some weight into uh, balancing when you talk to Ubisoft. So that's also gratifying. Yeah. To go to workshop and test the balance give feedback mm -hmm. see the feedback that you gave all uh, you gave actually being implemented and whatnot so that's 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 the part of me that's uh, that that feels like oh yeah it's worth it's worth doing it and then going to land obviously but and that's something that um uh ubisoft got better with um over time and oh yeah seem to be getting better and better with um mm -hmm. Like the, I mean, if, for for yeah. for all the crying there is about Ubisoft not listening, yeah. they they pretty much are the, the dev. Well, I'd say the dev team as a whole that talk to 
their competitive player the most. Mm -hmm. like, very open. Like, we might not agree all the time, but like the nature of the relation is not to agree. It's to give feedback and ultimately they'll decide what to do. Yeah, because um, I've sort of started to hear reports about them sort of gradually improving that sort mm -hmm. of response. And, and we're, we're starting to well. see, we're, we're starting to see it now too with, um, well, just the recent uh, nerf patch. So Ying nerf, uh, Black, uh, Lion nerf, mm -hmm. uh, Capital buff, which I'm not a fan of, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. um yeah you were pretty um the, the, there pretty was a lot of nerf like though could be nerf was fast uh we're gonna get glass so i feel i feel like uh well i i see the behind the scene right so there's a lot of time where i'm just like i want to scream at them you fucking idiot but i can't because i'm under nda yeah so it sometimes it's it's hard that way but like i i think that there was a backlog and the, the right now we're starting to see them catching up on that backlog of uh things they wanted to fix yeah. and i mean i don't know i foresee like a fast patch in the future uh which i think is a great future for rainbow six yeah yeah like um the sort of apparently you've also like the the rates at which you're being given and the space you're now being given to sort of prevent mm -hmm. this sort of delay in pro league for bug yeah. fixing and your yeah, opportunity yeah. to test things in advance and not yes and I think they, they, they switched up the way that the balance team worked too internally. So they, I think they have a team that's like 100% focus on balancing right now. Yeah. And before it was like, um, it was the, the gameplay, not the gameplay dev. It was the, I, I forgot how they're called, uh, but it was a specific, uh, subset of devs that worked on this with coding like some part of uh the operator in other ways but right now there's just like they split them up there's like a team that's entirely focused on balancing and the team that's uh focused on making then like ha work happen uh code uh interesting balance and whatnot yeah. and that shows because right now they just react faster they have good ideas uh obviously they take the feedback uh, much more than before but like they react and propose stuff better too because sometimes they just come to us and say hey so uh what do you think about uh this change for this operator and we're like oh shit yeah that's a great idea and like they come up with it so it's really it's it's fun to work that way right so like the, the conversation goes both way but ultimately they're the one making the decision but with a team that's entirely focused on that it's actually yeah working so um not to miss a question, I think your guys uh, or your guys uh, might have missed this earlier, but he asked, uh, Helby, do you open strats for players? You what? Do you open strats for players? I'm reading it quite um, sort of uh, literally um, off, uh, like off chat. Um, I'm not 100% on the meaning. I imagine it must be, um, do you uh, break down opposing strats? think that's what it means <clears throat> maybe uh maybe well there's obviously counter strat but then if you see a strat that's interesting from another team mm. uh you'd be dumb to not like copy it and uh, put your flavor on it right yeah um actually that leads into something i was thinking about earlier um you mentioned that uh, obviously you watch north american product eu of course same re is your region um 
and also a bit of Latam. Um, mm -hmm. Do you draw um, from the other regions? I think I'm going to go out here on a limb and I'm sure if I'm wrong, both yourself and chat will correct me and say <laughs> that North America and EU are much more similar than Latam in playstyle. Yeah, that's how we went. Uh, North America and Europe as playstyle is more similar to each other than Latin America. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, uh, it's like it's been you much more aggressive. Well. I feel you like in NA, like, I feel like NA has been, yeah, yeah. Sense. I feel like NA has been a bit more aggressive, and the yeah. season in general has been such a mystery. Sometimes it felt like night and day from previous season. I feel like previous season we're focused more on like strategy, try to plan, get some map control. But right now, the season, it's pretty much like defenders are the team attack, at, attacking right now. It's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. So that was a bit of a like, weird season for that. Um, pretty sure it's caused by like the huge amount of info ups. But uh, EU and NA have a similar play style. Um, I don't know why Latam struggles so much in, like, internationally. I feel like they counter-strat each other very well. And there's like a couple of teams that are like, better than the others but when it comes to like international it feels like they they struggle they struggle more than when they do because like every season it's like oh it's phase time and then it's just not happening so i i don't know is it the land setup that they struggle with or is it just play style well they but, also get uh, more lands because they have their stakes which is quite yeah. like that's quite a consistent and long-running yeah, yeah. Um, it also feels like they lost. Uh, it also feels like they lost some of their aggressivity uh, early on, like when Latam was the very, very, very beginning, firstly introduced, and we started screaming at them, uh, screaming against them. It was insane. These guys were running out everywhere. If you were shooting a barricade, it would just run out on you and gun you down when you are like out of ammo. It was insane. And now it feels like they like calm down and they focus more on strat. And our, uh, a lot of teams' higher-ups in Latams are like a little bit slower in pace on attack. So it's really weird how this uh, region uh, moved. Uh, I, they just need to, to, to find their way internationally. Mm. <clears throat> it's, uh, there's no easy solution, but it's, the, it's, the, it's their big focus. It needs to be their big focus right now if they want to compete better. Do they have anything to teach other regions as well? Well, I mean, you can always learn. It's always like interesting strats, but uh, yeah. Um, it's not like, it, so you never know where an idea is going to be coming from. So it's always worth watching. Exactly. Even, even Challenger League sometimes, Challenger. they can do something that like sparks an idea and you're like oh maybe i can like tweak what he just did that way and it was pretty much like what happened with uh impact tricking mm. i think like like for me uh when i was not aware uh on eu uh, that was happening i saw a flip side throw an impact at something and i was like oh maybe you can deny the termite like that and then like everyone caught up at the same time like I had the same idea but like the idea didn't come from someone actually doing it it came from someone doing something close to it and you're like oh maybe that works and it works and 
we've seen like that being used all uh, through season eight. So um, I know this has been answered um, or addressed, I suppose, uh, by both Remorse and Jess in chat. But OJ asks, um, when looking at team strats, do you see a certain set or no? Do you see certain setups, patterns in other team strats that have been taken and put into another team strat? So I think this is sort of like seeing things. Yeah. Starting well, there's to obvious filter across different teams. Yeah, yeah. there's obviously some of it. Uh... Mm -hmm. I mean, some bomb site are just, like if you take Oregon, there's not like a thousand way to like defend that map. So obviously, there's bits in here taken from other teams. Uh, it, it's replicated so much that at some point it's just like default strat. It's not the strat that uh, is owned by a team. It's just like that's the strat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's the default thing. Uh, obviously, it happens, but uh, it, 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 it's not like to a very high degree, right? Meta, like like Rumor said, meta overlaps, but like there's some adaptation of it. But most of it is just adaptation from the default, the default strat that is like the most common uh, used way to defend a, a bomb site or attack. Um, so uh, I'm about to sort of, I'm I'm asking your opinion here rather than mm -hmm. like because. It is definitely towing the line on NDAs, but um, <laughs> the map pool at the moment. Uh, yep. You mentioned Oregon and how it's like a default strat. Do you think um, we could maybe see a map like Oregon removed from the map pool and a new map introduced, or a different, like yeah, a different map, like a pre-existing yeah. one that gets changed? Uh, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. about to, or we will see later in this year. Um, and we should see it. Uh, we should see it in Milan. So in yeah. maybe about uh, what what day is it? Twenty. Uh, maybe uh, about a month. Yeah. Um, things like that. Um, sort of those sorts of changes. You think we'll see? Um, or would I hope you like so. Yeah. To see changes yeah. to the map pool because I can I also would. see that this that something like that would be. Um, uh, an addition to your workload as well so it might not be that great in that sense yeah, yeah, yeah. you also want something refreshing and different yeah yeah obviously I, I would take something refreshing over my workload like i can manage like there's 24 hours in a day you can watch a couple uh, maps uh, in 24 hours it's not a problem can always cut on sleep i'm not uh i i'm in shape enough so that i don't need to sleep like 10 hours a day but uh, yeah, I, I would see. I would see. Um, I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm really not sure if a, a nine map pool is possible right now. Yeah. I would much rather wait on upcoming maps. Um, I would definitely be interested in seeing Outback tried over Oregon, probably. And then uh, we'll have to see uh, the general feedback on uh, Cafe once it's out in Canal. Yeah, yeah, that was Canal. the other one. Canal, I'm really excited for. I'm so incredibly mm -hmm. um, excited. Mm -hmm. for. You should, you should be excited for. Because um, uh, I think that is probably my favorite map. It's mm -hmm. like a personal thing. Um, so, I mean, you mentioned Outback. There are. Two, like two other maps that we've never like that have never been considered which is Hereford since it's reworked no. 
and dog shit <laughs> and fortress I yeah, it... and the thing is i'm interested by outback as a suggestion because i can see it looks like oregon <laughs> what it's an L shape. I, I, in, in my opinion, like internally, it's really cluttered. There's like so much going on that yeah. I'd call it like more challenging. Like it's, um, it reminds me back, of Favela. Yeah, Outback. Okay. Um, whereas with Fortress, like I can see, I can see it being like more sort of not necessarily streamlined, but. Yeah, yeah, you can see how the strategy yes. will develop around that. Well, for, I, I think Fortress suffers from the same um, problem. Is probably not the right word, but it, it, I see it as another villa, right? Yeah, it's super big. There's like a high possibility of roaming, and more than likely are gonna be offsite and then slowly falling back to site to defend. Uh, I personally like Fortress. Uh, I think it's a it's an alright map. It's better than Oregon, I think. Uh, would definitely need to be played in a competitive setup uh, before yeah. uh, to give an actual feedback, because like the rank is not very descriptive of uh, <laughs> how you defend a map or a bomb site. But I think it's an interesting map. Uh, I don't think I would change it for Oregon, though, because. I, I feel like if you want to change a map, Oregon or Cafe, sorry, uh, Oregon or Outback, uh, Cafe or Outback, I'm going to get it. Yeah. Cafe or Outback, oh, give me a sec, my computer is struggling right now. So Cafe or Outback instead of Oregon would make more sense because Oregon is a small map. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like somewhat streamlined. And Cafe and Outback have the same general feel. Yeah. So you would not be changing like a, a small map for a huge map. So you would be keeping somewhat the same like big to small map ratio in the map pool. So I think that would be like the, the smartest move. Uh, we'll have to see how pe- what people think of Cafe, but I think it's a, it looks promising. It looks really interesting. Um, and we'll, we'll have to wait for release, I guess. Um, so, I mean, like you were talking about uh, sizes of the um, maps. Do you do you feel that having um, a balance between uh, like having smaller maps and larger maps is important because uh, there are some teams that play di- those like literally the size. Yeah, yeah better in some ways well well uh, i think it's like the general feel like uh like uh, honestly switching outback for uh, oregon for outback would almost be perfect because both of them are like l-shaped so you would be keeping somewhat the same kind of map ish um i'm not sure i'm not sure um i have a like definite opinion on or like set in stone opinion on like small to large map ratio but i don't think i'd be willing to just like without thinking about it mess with a mess mess up with it so that's why i would just like so keep the same kind of map because i i haven't thought about it all that much so i'd rather not mess with it um so i think that is 
And that's probably me running out of questions here. Um, as nothing else is sort of coming to me, so chat if you have any final questions for Helby. Helby, if you have anything you'd just like to add on top of all of this. Um, now's the opportunity. It's not much. Um, it's, a, it's a cool job, but... Uh, Would you recommend you need it to, you, to someone? I mean, yes. It's... Uh, for, for me right now, it's not a highly, like, paid salary job but like quality of life wise it's just amazing for me it's it's like a dream job i i worked in office job for uh quite a while before i got this and it, it was just not for me uh i feel like uh i've always doubted that would be good self-employed but uh this was a nice adventure that showed me uh, it's probably the way i need to work so for me it was interesting but uh, you need to make sure you're pretty good at it and that you can do it because it's easy to be lazy, right? I yeah. just wake up and I could stay in my pajama the whole day. You just need to beat yourself out of it, right? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's fun. And if you want to do it, don't wait for everything to be good. Just start doing it. And if you're good and if you can do it without... Well, if you do it by passion, at some point it might turn into a job. And that's amazing. Words of wisdom. But again, yeah. But again, like it took me like, I feel like I need to like keep reminding people this. It took me three years, almost full time while finishing school, while working to get here. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not going to be easy if you want to make it. It's not going to be easy gonna be hard and you don't even have the 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 chance of uh being the first in the scene like i did so i was pretty much lucky to start at the very beginning so it's, it's gonna be hard but you can do it you can do it so on that note um oh beastie is asking uh if you be introduced uh, 10 team pro league will you take the extra workload in exchange for more freedom on play day uh, we'll take the extra workload in exchange for more freedom on play day uh, what do you mean more freedom on play day so you have a bigger map pool I do not know so I would take the extra workload it's not a problem mm -hmm. do you think that would be good for the the scene do you think that our well, obviously, it would like increase skill. the scale gap between some teams. Uh, some teams have very limited map pools. Some teams have never played some map during the season. Mm -hmm. And if you have two autoban every time, well, a, a, a more diverse team map pool-wise is going to be more successful in this uh, format. So obviously, it would increase the skill gap, I think. But then it can become hard for Challenger League to actually compete because they don't do it full time, right? So it can be like harder for Challenger League to yeah. get to Pro League. So like as long as there's auto relegation, I'm not convinced it's like 100% a good solution to go to a 10 or well, 9 or 10 lap pool. Well, it would be 9, keep it uh, uneven. So I think on that note, that's probably all from us. If you missed uh, any part of this, you will be able to catch up both here and 
also uh, on YouTube. I think you can also now get this on iTunes as well. Um, but that is, I think, all from myself and from Helvi. Yeah, well, uh, give me, let me, let me test something. Ooh. Can I do? Hang on. Exciting spoilers here, maybe. No, I'm just, uh, oh, maybe I can do that. Just show a brief overview of uh, part of my sheet, I guess. Could give some idea to people. Uh, 720, I'll make it 1080, who cares? All right, so you should see it, right? At the moment, I have, oh, there we go. It's flicker. Is it flickering for real? Oh my God. It is flickering just a little bit. All right, so there we go. pretty much how I was saying, uh, I've got all the basic info on every team, every match day. And then I have a front page. So I can just click, do I want what team? So let's say, I don't know, G2 can change the date. So I started on January 1, so that includes like all of uh, season nine. But if I want to be post, uh, if I want to be post uh, invitational, just select the date after that, it's going to update. So G2, since the invitational, they ban, their first map ban was 50% of the time Oregon. So you can assume some of it was auto ban. And second map ban was mostly border. And just some info. This is the map they play the most. So Clubhouse was their most map played. They lost once, went once. And I also have uh, this. I need to do a macro to do it, but pretty much put in order the map ban. Uh, so that would be on Vila against the stream. They ban Nomad and Clash. Uh, they started defense, obviously, since the Clash was the last ban and whatnot. Uh, put myself some highlighters so it's easier. But uh, that's pretty much it, right? <clears throat> and there's like a, a couple tabs in the bottom which uh, process this whole information to make it uh, that way. But uh, that's pretty much it. That's how I organize my stuff so it's easier to read. And then I can just generate a VOD list since every VOD link are there. I can just like extract them and get them, so it's easy to find. So I'm like, all right, so we think we're going to play uh, Villa this week. Last time they played Villa was against uh, Chaos uh, yesterday, and we don't have the, well, we have the VOD yet. I just didn't update it. But that's pretty much like basic, base. I feel like this is basic thing people should actually know how to do. Yeah. Well, I hope you all find that useful, chat. Thank you very much for sharing us, sharing that with us. How we? Sorry, my words. Yeah, are yeah sure, sure. There's a, there's a, like a, I, there's a. I'm sure it's the same for uh, Gacha and Jess and any other coach. But like we often get like DMs of people. Hey, can you look at my stuff and uh, like give feedback, or do you think it's good, or do you think it's bad, or so? Like I usually send them like how I organize my stuff. So, like they showed me how they do it. So I might as well like give them back a bit. Yeah. So I just sent them like, Hey, this is our organized stuff. So for your stuff, you might want to look that way. And like, this is an easy way to show people like one way of doing it. Like I don't have the ultimate solution. I'm sure there's a lot of people working with other tools or other 
I don't know, way of doing it. But that's like very minimum basic information that needs to be in there. Well, on that note, thank you very much for joining us, Helby. And thank you. That is all from us. We will hopefully see you next weekend for another episode of Debrief. In the meantime, make sure to tune in to this channel for the pre-show during the week, starting one hour before every single play day. It's North America on Monday. On Wednesday, not only do we have Latin America, but we will also be doing a regional pre-show for the Benelux League. And then finally, it's sort of game day for Helby on the Friday. Yes, Friday against Chaos. Last, uh, last game of the season. Big lads. Anyway, <laughs> best of luck to Helby. Yes. And um, we will see you all very soon. Until next time, guys. Good night. Good night.